Hey, I was wondering, can we do a thing like Discord? <laughs> like, and then watch like a movie and just like chat over it? Because I feel like that's like, that's better. That's better. <laughs> just... We can't, we, that's a thing people yeah. do. Yeah, I didn't know. I'm very down for that. And I was like, we can do this now? All right. Because people have mentioned like Netflix parties and I'm like, this sucks. It's like so boring. I have to like pay attention to the chat and like type on the sidebar. But with, you know, Discord, you just talk over and shit. Anyways. It's like mystery science. Anyways, the wolf house. <laughs> the wolf house. You probably... Um, oh, did my video go back? Oh. <laughs> I don't see you guys anymore, so I see my, my, my internet went bad. Oh, good. I didn't want to talk about the wolf house anymore. <laughs> Fuck the wolf house. The worst part is I watched two other movies to be to include in my fucked up movie discussion. They weren't even that fucked like, up. No, they were super fucked up. <laughs> so I gotta get them out of my system. What did you watch? Oh my god! Should I say it or should I save it for the podcast that we are? We are currently the podcast. <laughs> I think I, I think Chris mentioned one, so I'm praying he watched it so he can share a pain. Did you watch anything? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! Why did I do this? I just sat here watching fucked up movies and like destroying my soul. Oh, did you watch S- Sodom? Yeah, Salo or Salo? Oh my god! I was even like looking up what read most fucked up movies, and everybody's like Salo, 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 Salem, Salem. What is it about? Oh, it's Salo. It's called Salo. S A L O. Salo or one hundred days or one hundred twenty days of Sodom. So. It was cool. Um, that one might be... It's up there as one of like the most uh, fucked up movies I've ever seen. Does it have like a plot or it's just like, here are vignettes of fucked up things? Uh, there's a plot. It's just like, okay, are we in the podcast right now? Yeah, let's, let's give a little introduction. Yeah, okay. This week we watched fucked up movies. I'm your host, Nick, of the podcast, the movie podcast, where we do... Uh, and I'm here with my friends. Hello, I'm Evan. Hello, I'm Chris. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's always... Hi, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> so apologetic already. <laughs> this week we watched The Wolf House, and then I thought, let's watch more fucked up movies. And then I'm the only one that watched anything, which is fine. You didn't have to. You could talk about past experiences watching fucked up movies. Because um, The Wolf House was kind of a fucked up movie. Or so I thought before I watched other ones. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we watched The Wolf House. It's a movie. Hold on. I had it open 20 minutes ago. It's a Spanish movie. It's stop motion and it's animated. And it's by... Chris, what's this movie about? Who directed... Who... Hi, Chris. Uh, it, who did the it? The directors were Joaquin... Cocina and Cristobal Leon and it's about a young woman who takes refuge in a strange house in the woods after escaping from a German colony in southern Chile um yeah and it's like presented as like a like a like a it's a great opener uh, it's presented as like a as a what the fuck is like a tourist like a tourist promotional yeah. video propaganda it's like a propaganda film for like this cult um, and I think it's based off like a real cult that really happened in real life. <laughs> I like how my idea of propaganda is like a tourist promotional video. <laughs> this nice tourist video. 
Come to uh, Chile. Where some like ex-Nazi guy and maybe more went to Chile and made some cult with, you know, he did bad stuff to little girls and they did a lot of bad things there. Um, and this movie is like a weird, surreal propaganda movie about the cult in stop motion and stop motion does not begin to describe it because I saw like one image of this movie and I was like, I gotta watch this because it's probably the weirdest looking movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and like every single thing in the movie is it's like stop motion, but it's all presented like so abstract where it's like the house there. So she goes and finds a house in the woods and finds two pigs in there and raises them as her own. But like the whole house is the ships around and makes images that kind of like represent what we're supposed to be seeing. And uh, the house like moves in real time and it's all uh, stop motion. So it's creepy looking and she'll like be walking around the house, but you'll see it as like graffiti of her walking along the walls or something. And the walls will shift around her as things happen. Did you guys like this movie? Um, It was definitely like, what, wait, what was the last movie we watched? Psycho Gorman. We already did a podcast about that one. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about Psycho, Psycho Gorman. Well, I mean, Psycho Gorman was like one extreme of like, fuck this B-movie crap <laughs> that I'm just was not about. I was so not about okay. it. Okay, what is and this And then extreme? this one was the exact opposite end of like, of like super artsy surreal <laughs> horror. Art film. Um, the did very, you say, very, but still fuck this? Art. I would not say I went fuck this movie i didn't okay. love it i didn't love it um i mean it was okay I, I, in terms of my like my pure enjoyment i was like it's okay but it was definitely pretty cool as well like i feel like i don't like, know how you can say it's okay every single shot of this movie i was like wow <laughs> like it is like, i've never seen like, a movie that i'm like i can't look away for a second mm-hmm. yeah i mean i was pretty into artistically but i was also a little bit like kind of wish there was like a little bit more of a story here or at least a story that could uh that i could follow or like characters yeah that's the um, that was a big kind of like sorry yeah i felt myself just kind of like 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 wanting a bit more of a generic story structure which is the thing i usually dis like am against in some form this movie kind of feel like it pushed my limits of like I'm, i felt like it was like an i mean it's a short movie too but it was just like a lot of stuff just like <laughs> Well, I don't know how you do more story in a movie like this because it, it's presented so abstractly that like, well, little like I feel like that was this is the most amount of story we could get, and I like agree with you that I was like, not a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could, maybe they could add a little bit more, but you can't have too much because then it's like impossible to follow because all of it is so abstract. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I mean, you could just make it less abstract in some sense. But I then mean, you lose. I think, visually, lose the point I think you could keep it visually pretty abstract, but also just have like characters that are talking to each other like no character has any dialogue really right it's all like voiceover yeah um, but I, I don't know i feel like that lends to like the atmosphere of the movie that it, it almost feels like asmr at points like it's like a lot of whispers yeah. but i was like actually surprised that for how artsy it was and it's like this is like the one of the most artsy ass movies i've ever seen um yeah. it is like literally an art movie like everything it, it looks like yeah, fucking crafts I think I, I, I browsed the Wikipedia for it quickly, and I think they said it even while I was like, I, was like, I don't even understand, but it was like, oh, apparently this was filmed at a bunch of muse- like art museums around the world. Which I was like, 
I don't get it, but I mean, cool. Yeah, I believe that. Makes sense. It feels so artsy that I, like, I, I buy it. But yeah, but for as artsy as it was, by the end of it, I was kind of like, I mean, I got it all. I guess that's it. Like, I didn't, I was surprised how, like, not shallow, but how I just kind of got it. And I was like, oh, this feels a little bit simpler than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, it's just like about how the cult fucked up this girl and how she is, you know, how it warped her mind and how cults are bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even, I actually didn't even know that about the cult. Cause I don't think they ever called it a cult movie, right? They just said like, this, like I, 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 yeah, but they were like pretty obvious about it. Where they're like, some people say we're all fucked up and we do terrible things. We disagree. Here's this movie to show why we're not fucked up. And it's like the most fucked up movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she talks about how she was in a cult and she had to run away um, because she, like, let two pigs loose or something. But then sometimes when she was in the cult, she would pretend that she was, like, hiding in a house and raising children. So I'm like, oh, it's, like, in her mind and all this is a thing. Uh, and, you know, the wolf is obviously the, like, cult leader. Um, but then, yeah, I thought it was Chris. Yeah. What'd you think? So as you guys were talking about it, I was, like, remembering, like, images and, like, those creepy voice whispers, like, La Loba. And I was just like, oh, I got a little bit spooked there. But then I think, like, I agree with you, Nick, where you're like, yeah, I got it. And then when I think about it, Maria. I'm, I'm yeah. oh, I love that wolf point. when I think about it, I'm like, well, I could still get that same scary, like, like, I'm trapped inside this, like, dark house feeling in a shorter amount of time like i and and i agree with evan where it's like which character are we following and there's like constant movement and there's always something new happening that isn't really a scene and i don't know there's just a lot of things going on but i still felt like they're just reiterations or rehashes of like i'm of her of her trauma and just like the fear and like her relationship with the cult and with like i think she was she's mentioning like raising a kid and just like these these streams of consciousness that she had and i just felt like the entering the house and just being like haunted was like a strong like first act so to speak and then and then you jump to like the ending which well it's like ended like pretty like vividly like those landed very like uh, those were like very strong in my mind and then there's like the middle part where I'm like yeah for like for what it is I feel like it could have been like 45 minutes like it didn't have to be like an hour 15 I mean I I don't know if you can like it was a movie like it was submitted to movie festivals and shit so I think it had to reach it had to it was like the minimum amount of time it had to be um, but, and if it wasn't this long then it would have to be like a short yeah, which like I I would argue that's like a bad reason been, but... to make like your movie longer. Just like we gotta, you know, we gotta make it a feature. And it's like you don't, <laughs> you don't. Like it, it would have like it kind of played like more like a documentary with like especially with the opening, um, just like this like found footage sort of like framing around this like trauma horror story. Um, but yeah, I think the length was like the biggest thing for me i was watching it with esther and she fell asleep uh yeah john i was watching with john and he was like dying yeah like i stayed awake for it and i was just like uh like come on let's uh i get it 
we I only got that I did get that a few times, but it was specifically when I knew, like, when they would form the scene, because uh, they mm. kind of, like, you see everything shuffling into place, and every so often, I'd just be like, all right, come on, form a little faster, <laughs> because you'd see it, like, slowly becoming her dress or whatever, and then her hair and all this, stuff. and it was cool the first few times, but it does it every single kind of new scene, and I'll have to form it out of all these little pieces of the house, and yeah, sometimes I was like, all right, fucking go a little, let's hurry up a bit, like, we get it. Yeah, like the tempo was the same as like the slithering transformation of clay and whatever materials they used. Yeah, I had to be like, yeah, I just felt I was like, all right, give give her a minute to form up in the scene. She has to grow her hair again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I still I liked it a lot. I thought for I I did love the ending at first. Um. Because I felt like it was really sudden, mm-hmm. and I feel like I didn't really. I, I thought it would be like a more, kind of fucked up ending. Like I felt like they were leading to something really dark, mm-hmm. and it just kind of it has almost like, not a happy ending, but like a really, conclusive ending. Mm-hmm. But I guess it kind of fits with like the cult how, you can't really escape from it, or she felt like she couldn't escape from mm-hmm. it, and, feeling like it was always there with her. It was. It is like the more I thought about it, the more I thought it was actually a pretty dark ending. Yeah. You think of it as a cult kind of thing and how it is supposed to be like a yeah a propaganda movie that's like for the cult it ends with the cult kind of winning mm-hmm. so i guess that's uh, over time i appreciated the ending more even if it it felt a little too like easy when i was first watching it because the wolf just she says help me wolf and then wolf shows up and just wins mm-hmm. i guess uh so yeah yeah, and I, I don't know. That's like I was I was thinking about this a lot because, uh, especially with like fucked up movies, it's like I think especially when we were young. I remember watching movies when I was younger. I'd watch like horror movies or action movies, and my mom would be like, "Ah, why do you watch those movies? It's so bad." And then I'd be like, "Chill out, mom. It's cool." <laughs> and then like I think as like uh, adolescents, you see out those like crazy movies that aren't just like Hollywood movies and you're like yeah like oh boy and you know there's like some fucked up shit in that and then I don't know at least like when I get older I'm just like oh why would they why do you gotta make a movie about that like I remember seeing Martyrs and I think that was like the beginning we did that on this very podcast yeah and and that was the beginning of I'm like you don't gotta make that movie where it's just like people argue it's just like it's a, a, like a representation of life so it's like necessary but at the same time i'm like i don't know if i have to if i can like handle that wallop of like uh like suffering or whatever it is in that like condensed form of a show or typically it's movies and that's i think that's the same feeling i had for this it's a bit unbalanced in terms of like messed upness um so like i liked it it was well done but it's like well always with these movies i'm like yeah don't want to watch that again i'm like don't really want to have much discussion about that especially when like that stuff is just like like on something that has like no it offers like such a downbeat ending it's not like you know we can spin this narrative a different way or you know there's hope it's kind of like you're trapped here in the wolf house. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, actually, then I, I was worried the ending, or not worried, but I was like thinking the ending would be more fucked up than it was. 
because I feel like they built up like the pigs thing a lot. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be weird. They're going to do something with the pigs and the kids. It's going to be a weird, <laughs> fucked up, dark thing. And I don't, and it never really got as bad as I, like, I thought, I was kind of like disappointed in how like reserved it was. Mm-hmm. But then after having watched a couple more fucked up movies, I'm like, you know what? Maybe reserved is the way to go. Yeah. I, I think if they got too disturbing, it would like take away from the point of the movie just for shock value yeah well i feel like there is like two kind of fucked ups for me one's like kind of like on a deeper psychological level one's just like extreme like like i don't know they're just being extreme and going for shock value and i think i tend to respect the one that's deeper and like stays with you longer but i feel like those are the ones that like i'm like i have reservations for watching when they're like oh it's this thing about like nazis and you know this like terrorist group i'm like i don't know <laughs> like do i want to do i want is it really that good that i have to see that and then same with with extreme ones but like i feel like i'm just like i don't gotta watch sallow but i'll tell nick to watch it <laughs> yeah i watch it and now i know i was your guinea pig and i went through that exact same thing of like this didn't need to be a movie like i get it people are bad i get it yeah um does that mean we want to move on from the wolf house? That was, so we all liked it equally. We all I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I, just yeah, on artistic I mean, merit alone, I was like, yeah, I gotta give it fucking credit for mm-hmm. being the most visually uh, crazy movie I've ever seen. Like, yeah, visually, it's so yeah, crazy different. that it like it like merges multiple like types of. I mean, like, there's claymation aspects, but then also like the the like wall art kind of illusion stuff where you like you like paint on the walls and then like paint the next frame over it and then paint the next frame over it and stuff like that um yeah that that and then, like how do they do this yeah and then merging like the 2d wall art with like the 3d claymation and so a, a suit so cool and also even, I mean, even like within the claymation it's just like it's just like filmed very differently from a regular claymation and that's like one continuous shot that's just like a yeah. handheld camera kind of going around like was this thing seen like kind of a handheld camera and claim it yeah like, it feels like what? you're in the house looking at like the walls of the house as they tell the story and i was so i love that yeah like yeah i was like even if you can't like just with john i was like even if you can't like appreciate the story or like don't care about it i was like just visually how are you not like whoa yeah yeah agreed on that i think i think i want to go back i think i want to go back and say i wish it was a little more generic i think i i think i kind of agree with what i think chris was just saying it's like I just wish it was shorter. Like, like if it was shorter, but still like just as trippy and weird and surreal as this, like, I think that would have been ideal. Maybe one director was like filming and the other one just like kept fucking painting. He's like, go stop. You got to stop painting. I can't like, we, we're running out of film. And he's just like, nah. yeah. And they just kept, just kept rolling. Yeah. If this was like one episode of a horror anthology, it might, I think you guys would like it better. Yeah, it'd be like my favorite. I'd be like, oh, it went to it, such It'd be the depths. best episode of, yeah, it'd be the best episode True. of like a True. folksy version of great. Love, Death, and Robots. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's a movie, damn it. It's barely a movie. It's not even 90 minutes and y'all are like, too long. This should be a YouTube video. They're watching my phone. <laughs> Why can't this, give me the TikTok version. <laughs> TikTok's great. Yeah. That's right. Um, I am Thanks really curious. About, I don't. I know nothing about Salo. Do we have to start with that one? Honestly, like I didn't. I didn't even either. Like I've, 
it keeps coming up in like film circles especially when you you mention like fucked up movies and like horror movies and like i always see the cover or like or like stills and it's always like grouped up naked people and i'm like what yeah so we decided to watch more fucked up movies or at least i did and i watched two that had been on my uh like disturbing movie watch list forever whenever you look up like most disturbing movies ever most must up movies i feel like two that i see at the top a lot is sallow um and antichrist <laughs> i watched those back to back uh and i feel great about life and myself and the nature of humanity uh i watched antichrist first that one i like oh, more yeah. that was more of a real movie um that's by uh, Lars von Trier, who makes fucked up movies. And I've seen just like one other movie by his. And I do like it. Uh, that one is about like um, a couple, their son dies. And the mom is like very traumatized by it. Mm-hmm. And the dad, played by the Green Goblin himself, Willem Dafoe, is like a psychiatrist and kind of becomes her therapist, which is already like a yikes. And then they go off into the, into the woods in a cottage in the woods to kind of like treat her for her grief. And it's just like a fun family flick from there. <laughs> nothing bad goes, nothing bad happens. And it all resolves. Well, no genital mutilation in this one that I, it's uh but it was actually good. There was like a lot of, interesting themes uh it's really fucked up they do some fucked up stuff mm-hmm. to their body parts wait uh, which, which, of, like, which one was this this was antichrist this was antichrist this is the first one i watched okay um and uh, they're like this in sallow i feel like completely opposite about or this antichrist is i'm like okay as a movie i really really like it like and all the themes i like it there's like a lot of different things about like you know just relationships and power and like there's like feminism or like anti-feminism they do some weird stuff with women um and like the nature of humanity and good and evil all that stuff because uh, they get they got pretty fucked up in those woods um and it's very artsy but still a movie like there's still a mm-hmm. plot and characters and there's really good acting um but i but there's like some moments of like super crazy fucked up stuff that will like get put it on these lists of most fucked up movies that without like three shots it's like only like three shots or something the subject matter isn't that fucked up that it would like those three shots are the reasons you put it on these lists and i almost feel like those things detract from the overall movie and all anyone talks about is how fucked up they are where without that they're just really good very like still really dark and fucked up movies but there's like three shots of or however many shots that are just like shock gore that if you took it out of the movie, I think it would be better appreciated as a movie unless as like people treating it like a carnival ride of like, look at these crazy, this fucked up movie. It's so crazy. Um, but I liked it. Whereas Sallow <laughs> is the opposite. And the whole thing is very fucked up. You cannot take the fucked up out of this movie where that one is a 1970s Italian movie by... Um, an Italian guy whose name I can't pronounce. Pier Paolo Paolini. Pasolini? Maybe. Tried. I can't. I, yeah. Um, and that's about like four uh, bourgeoisie fascist uh, 
uh, guys in power in Italy, I guess, in like Nazi Italy, um, just have like taking like a dozen or two dozen, whatever, a bunch of teenagers or a bunch of kids and having them as like their sex slaves in their mansion. And they like kidnap all these people and uh, have them as their slaves and torture them for like 120 days or whatever. And it's supposed to be this commentary on like power and people are power in power will like go crazy over it will like exert themselves over people not in power. And then how like being in power makes you, you know, do fucked up stuff. And I was like, and it's, there's a lot of gross stuff in there. Um, spoiler warning, people eat poop. Oh. Um, mm. Mm. There's a lot of mm. slavery, sex slave stuff. Uh, and I'm like, and it's like kind of a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. Like it is because it's one of those Italian 1970s movies. that it's like, oh, this looks like a real movie. It's not just like a, I don't know, like a saw or something. It's not like some cult gory you know um what is it called like a like a like a what's the movie when they're fucked up movies uh x no uh, human centipede not exploitation no. uh what's that other yeah you, or it's not like a snuff is that yeah it's snuff? not it's not like a snuff okay. movie it's like a real ass movie i mean they both are but this one is filmed very like like the ha- the manner is all nice and everyone dresses in suits well they're doing terrible things mm-hmm. And uh, it's shot very like clinically, yeah. Like, uh, so that just made me feel very gross. And uh, that was yeah. And that one has like way broader themes of just like people in power are bad. Mm-hmm. And I came out of it like I know, like I get it. I didn't need to. I didn't need to see all that to be showing a point that I get. Mm-hmm. But it's also from the seventies, so it's like that kind of thing back then must have been a way crazier mm-hmm. message. Whereas now it's like I get it. I don't. Like, people do this. Like, this is, like, not even... It's not even crazy anymore. It's just, like, I don't need to see this. Does it... Like, I know it's fucked up. Does it, like... Because sometimes people, like, I feel like try to, like, tell a theme, but, like, the setup isn't there enough or it's, like, too detached from reality that it just, like, kind of doesn't make sense. Whereas, like, from what you say about Antichrist, it's, like, there's kind of, like, a backstory, like, things about real life like a psychiatrist a married couple and then like they go into this place and then fucked up things happen and the metaphor still stands but for something like sallow i feel like every shot i've seen is just like naked people like whether they're like the 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 one in power or not and i'm like this is that do, do they give like a nice preamble or like pre pre like uh introduction before they go into this like these chambers of like naked people i mean it's sh- I mean, it shows them, so it's not really, it's kind of rushed and shows them these four, you know, rich guys in power uh, deciding to do this, but they kind of rush into it and they just kind of say like, yes, we love fascism. Like, it's kind of like, it's, the theme is like very broad and very like easily like, oh, I get it. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. It's fascism is bad. <laughs> like, I get it. Uh and I guess like every single part of that movie is like, yep, fascism is a, fasci- fascism is bad. Like I, it's all going towards that theme, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just very broad. Whereas yeah, Antichrist has like a lot of different things going on. You like Antichrist, I had a, like a harder time almost wrapping my head around because there's so much going on, and there's not like I feel like you can't be like Antichrist is about this thing mm-hmm. because there's just too much. Um, like he Antichrist is just it's just like the. T- 
is just like the two people in the cabin. Yeah, but they, uh, it's kind of like he, nature is is also a big thing in it where she's afraid of nature, so he goes with her for um, uh, what is it like therapy when you're when you have to oh like a retreat be exposure yeah, therapy yeah exposure explosion explosion therapy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where she's like afraid of nature. So he takes her to like the most nature ass place and they kind of connect nature with human nature and that human nature is evil. And then also grief is a thing and relationships between men and women is a thing. There's a lot. And her, she was writing um, like a dissertation or whatever, like a thing on violence against women. I'm just going to spoil it now. You guys aren't going to watch it. I'll just spoil a little bit where she was writing Mm -hmm a thing about violence against women throughout history and writing about how all these men would think women were evil. So like, you know, witch hunting, witch hunting stuff. Um, and then in her research, she began to think that women really are evil. And then that kind of like makes her messed up thinking that women are inherently evil. And then like tying that into sexuality, thinking her sexuality is evil mm-hmm. and, so that's where all the weird genital stuff comes in. Weird. So it all makes sense, and it all like I get it, like all these messed up things tie into the themes. But um, I feel like you could have just implied that stuff. Like I don't need to see the most fucked up things ever. Like I still get it. Like you didn't need to. I don't know. It makes people. It it just sucks that I think this movie with a lot of cool stuff in it, uh, and it's really well made movie. Like I like it. The, again, I said the acting is really good, um, but I feel like it's just people just talk about it as like one of the most fucked up movies ever. And it's like, yeah, but whereas um, Sallow is one of the most fucked up movies ever. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, it just kind of lives on that, like on that. I don't know. Um, what's that word I'm looking for? Like if you took out the fucked up stuff in Sallow, there's nothing. That's still a movie. Hmm. It's very, the the plot is, like, the summary is the whole plot. Like, it's just, like, they do bad things to these teenagers, and then they talk about how they want to do more bad stuff, and it escalates and escalates uh, for, like, the whole movie. And then it just, like, ends. Like, there is no real resolution. It just, like, gets worse and worse, and then it gets very, very bad, and then they say, yes, and it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't get arrested? No, you know, oh. the police don't. The police don't just show up. <laughs> Freeze oh. the hot cups. Put that poop down. <laughs> the um, little boys don't revolt. I mean, they're not little. They're supposed to be like teenagers. It's based on a book where I think they're even younger, but the movies can't do that, so they age them up a little bit. But uh, mm. yeah, it's just a lot of. But also, also. It's the 70s, and it was a little bit low budget. So sometimes I'm like, that's not poop, that's chocolate. <laughs> so <laughs> that helps a little bit where I'm like, that's not a real a real penis. That's a fake penis. <laughs> and sometimes you can see actors kind of snickering in the background. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> overall, the theme is like, or like the whole movie is just so oppressively like make, make you feel bad mm-hmm. that that one, I feel like I'm going to be in a bit of a mood mm-hmm. for a while until I forget about it. Oh. It's like even I remember when we first watched speaking of fucked up movies, when we first watched Human Centipede, I was like, that movie sucked. Didn't like it. Bad movie, bad time. But I felt really bad after watching it. 
like it's just such a bad time and maybe it was just like not in a state to make fun of it so i just walked away like oh i feel bad <laughs> and yeah i like fucked up movies like the wolf house where i walked away like whoa that was so weird and fucked up and oh i'm so intrigued by this thing and not fucked up movies where i walk away and i'm like oh humanity bad yeah yeah um, not that that makes it a bad movie for making you feel like that but it is hard to watch and sometimes like in this day and age we don't need uh, there are more interesting ways to tell that story mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think that's when when it loses like the i don't know the art or just like any form of like effort you know what i mean where they're like this is my metaphor or this is like i don't know a revolt against you know being reserved or conservative and they just show like people's heads getting chopped off and scalping people and be like this is because of religion or something like that like in martyrs i'm like oh god like i don't need to i don't need to watch this it seems kind of like pointless to make a 100 i mean a 90 minute movie about that um yeah i didn't come out of salo being like damn it i hate fascists i came out of it just being like ew poop is gross <laughs> so i'm like did you really like sell your theme on what you were doing Again and again, it was, you know, 50 years ago, so I imagine, in Italy, so I imagine the message is, like, lost on me now, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I guess also being Italy is, like, pretty key. Yeah, like, this was only 30 years after the actual Nazis. Mm-hmm. And another thing with when you do that, when you're just, like, when you position these people as, like, I don't know, just, like, pawns, then it's not very effective. Like I, like, I find, like, it's more, like, jarring when they're, like, here's a normal person... But then you see them like make difficult choices or kind of like challenge their morals and do kind of fucked up shit. Then I'm like, ooh, like that's, you know, that's hard hitting stuff. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, the. Go on. Like in Salo, it's so. Um, like, like there's no real characters. The bad guys are like the demon, like they're the devil. Like there is no. <laughs> character there and there's so many kids that don't really that don't get like almost any backstory they don't really talk the whole movie it's just like them getting tortured and being humiliated mm-hmm. and having this awful stuff done to them there's no real like characters to latch on to mm-hmm. and you only see there's like a bit of like human suffering which is like I don't know if I wanted more or less of that like I don't think I could handle more but there's, like, so, like, they kind of don't even react to it that it just feels so, like, ugh, I don't know, it just makes my heart feel gross. <laughs> Thanks, Pasolini. And, yeah, I get, I don't know, I feel like that movie is very divided on people being, like, it's art or, like, it's trash. Mm-hmm. And I can get, like, I understand both points. Um, where and, and same with Antichrist. People being, like, well, this is one of my favorite movies ever. And people being, like, I couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But I think Antichrist in... There's a way newer movie, obviously, mm-hmm. but has more, uh, like, cinematic merit. Like, I could almost recommend it, if not for a couple things. What are the couple things? The, the aforementioned uh, <laughs> genital violence. Do they, is there some general jousting going on? No, that's fun. This oh. isn't fun. <laughs> You can go. I would recommend if you're interested, uh, check out the Wikipedia summaries. Got it. 
Not now. I'm on the case. Not now. But... Not during the podcast. I mean, after. If you're like, that was another point that Chris brought up that I feel like I evolved as a movie watcher. Where as a teen, you're just like have this morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. So you just want to watch like the most fucked up stuff. Whereas now, I'm like, I want the fucked up stuff to have meaning. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want. I, like, I just don't want. Yeah. Like sometimes the fucked up stuff takes away from the stuff that is also fucked up but in a different way and i like that more like yeah a uh, husband like treating his grieving wife as like his as uh as her therapist is like fucked up in a whole other way that like i really liked without the gore mm-hmm. so yeah uh Evan, what kind of fucked up movies do you like to watch Didn't even think about it before coming on this podcast, huh? Didn't even have, like, a movie in mind. No, I didn't really think about it. I don't, I, I generally don't watch too many uh, really messed up movies. So. It's like, it feels like it's Nick's, new, like, the new teacher territory and something. Evan's just a student that, like, anyone consistently anyone? doesn't do his homework. None of you did the readings? No one did the readings. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold your hand forever, Chris. You watched the fucking movie. Surely you have one in mind. Uh, I mean, it's so weird because I like, uh, I I went to the the video store because I was like, this will be a better way to watch movies. Like, I I have some, and like I'll have to pay for late fees if I'm late. But I just ended up <laughs> paying a week, <laughs> a week of late fees, anyways. But I I got like three movies. One of the guys recommended me equus and i was like oh he's like oh it's fucked up and i was like oh i can't wait and there's did you ask for fucked up movies no i asked for i told him like i like kind of like low budget movies like i've heard of some directors but i want like some low budget like hidden gems that you're like oh shit like this is made on a small budget but it's actually pretty good because i feel like those movies i was telling nick like kind of have like so much personality whether they're like they have like kind of like a ceiling to how good they can be because of budget, but like the personality comes through. Uh, and then he's like, Oh, well you can watch this one. And it was by Sidney Lumet, which is like a pretty big director who did like ah, Sydney. <laughs> 12 angry men dog day afternoon with Al Pacino. But then this was like based on a play. And then I also got this Filipino movie, which is like this crime uh, movie, but they kind of were like fucked up in their own ways where Equus is basically about this guy who like, he basically pokes out the eyes of horses and then, and then he gets like taken into care by this like reluctant, uh, like psychologist, um, who's like dealing with this like midlife crisis about like, you know, like, is this, this job really a meaningful job? If like I'm taking in these like mentally, like unwell people and then like trying to cure them quote unquote and like fix them when i'm really just like like changing who they are like you can't really treat this This is how they were born and how they are you can't really undo that and if you do you're kind of just like forcing something that's still there you're just like putting restraints on it and it's like is that really ethical in a way in and of itself so he's facing this dilemma um but it's kind of got that underlying dread where we're kind of like in the wolf house where you're like, they're, they're showing a lot of pigs. They're going to do something fucked up with the pigs. 
And this one is like horses, which we know like there's a lot of fucked up things that you can do with horses <laughs> in movies. So I was just kind of waiting for that. And like... you Never happened? No, like some things happen, but it's more like it's more like the anticipation of it or like just the idea of like this relationship between like animal and human that like seems more disturbing than anything else and just just this very like mature well thought out character of the psychologist who's like also like on the brink of madness but is just like so conservative that it's unnerving so for that was like a movie where i'm like okay this isn't like exploitative or like like gross but it's just like it's it's it hits you in like the gut like with these like real life themes about like just existential crisis and like just like human nature and back to back with that i i also saw that filipino film which it opened so strong and it's just like this this government official and he's he just like basically like raped this like young teenage girl and then there's this the cleanup guy um and then he drives the girl home and then like it just kind of like goes into that direction and then the i think the what direct wait what you could just say that (laughs) it goes into the direction where they're just like oh he's the cover-up guy but then like uh basically they're like oh like scandal scandal in politics or whatever and then he his he so basically his two daughters are his daughter and the guy the fucked up guy's daughter are like friends and then they get kidnapped by this guy but and then so he goes on like this this um basically is like told like oh like you know pay us this much money or like uh we'll we'll kill we'll kill the your your daughter but like they don't realize they have both of them um so there's like this complication between like who who do they actually have because something happens but anyways i think the one one of them (laughs) one of the the more disturbing elements of it was just that it doesn't like it opens a scene and it's kind of like effed up but you don't really know this politician but then when you see him in like the following scenes he's just like such a chill not like not like an uh like an interesting character but just like he's just like hey guy like how you doing and he's just like he just seems like so normal that that part is kind of freaky when you like juxtapose like him and the other scenes and you're like they're trying to like save the daughters and like you know resolve this case but at the but you see him in these scenes and then you're still like that's that's that fucked up guy like that's the most unnerving thing they don't really bring it up in like every scene they're in but just him being in the background or like in the foreground and them not commenting on it is like the weirdest thing for me. So it, it was just weird having those those two back to back where I'm like, what? this guy recommended me too much. Like, I can't handle it. But also, it, well, it doesn't sound as hard to watch. Like, those just sound like unnerving. Um, were they good? Did you like them? Uh, so Equus, I think, was like it was based on a play. So it has that very like. I don't know, prim and proper feel to it, but like I would. When is it from? Uh, when it when is it from? Yeah, just like decades. I think it's the seventies. I think. Oh, that is, oh. But like, I would really recommend that. Really well done. I think 
you would appreciate like the setup and like some parts of um of a uh, I think it's called Graceland the Filipino movie but like overall in hindsight they just try to do this twist thing and it's like it's weird but like those two is just like one is just like because they film it in location and it's just very gritty and it's just like when you compare it to like other crime movies then it's just like it looks so pristine and clean and i think that is kind of like adds to like the fucked upness when you think of like the weight of like politics and like exploitation and like um um sex or what's the word i'm looking for the mo- what is that called the mobility of of sex sex slaves sex workers what's that called sex trafficking Tra- oh, trafficking yeah so that and just like that weight of that i'm just like ooh that's i feel like that's more fucked up than like um i mean i haven't seen sallow but just like that i can at least it can be removed like it feels so like artificial the way you explained it whereas this one is kind of like embedded in this like real location and like they had like the great practical practical effects where you're like why are this is this like are you allowed to put this in a movie like wow like like the underage girl thing turns out it was like just like a body double that was like actually of age but like they found like the right body type to make it look like someone that was actually young oh they actually like show stuff they show stuff but it's like it's like an adult person but like it yeah but in but the way they frame it it looks like 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 a young person's body so it's like kind of fucked up oh that's weird yeah and so that whole like all of those elements and together in that movie i was like ooh, like that is fucked up whereas like sallow or like wolf i don't know they just seem like conch like more constructed and you can like kind of separate the two even if it's just like even if you can still like physically like respond to it i feel like at the end of the day you're like ah it's just like some fucked up movie why would they do that yeah sallow at some point just becomes like what's the grossest thing we can do yeah and it just does that mm-hmm. and you can kind of be like okay this is just gross for the like sake of being gross like we're not we've lost the plot here we what is this really what are we doing anymore besides just trying to one-up the grossness mm-hmm. yeah whereas yeah. these ones so. are more i think more psychologically like hefty i think uh yeah whereas like i i i appreciate these more but i'm like shouldn't watch them back to back <laughs> just try to like yeah it can go be for like draining yeah so i'm like mm. but those are the two most recent ones i've seen but like um you know vanilla sky there's like that's like based off this spanish movie called abra los ojos which is like it's kind of like a uh, like um surrealist horror movie but it's basically about this like bachelor guy who's like this total prick but he gets into a car accident, gets disfigured, and then, like, it kind of changed. Oh, I saw the... I did see Vanellis guy go on. Yeah. So that one... I think that one also was fucked up to me because... I don't know why, but I've never... You never... It was, like, body horror, but I've never seen it, like, done in such a way where... I don't know. You see the protagonist, like, in two lights, and you know he's an asshole but like you feel bad for him and it's kind of like scary how like like 180 everybody flips on him and like this normal dude becomes like isolated and just like so removed from 
society just from like this one accident but it also feels like claustrophobic because it's sort of like a dream state like in um um wolf house yeah I but that movie had yeah a weird ending. that one it was like like it's not like, it's not gonna make any lists like heaven it's not gonna and like woke up or something and they're like welcome to the next stage mr mr cruz or something something weird happened with that ending oh yeah some people actually said that like vanilla sky is better which like i haven't seen it so i can't say but i'm like you haven't seen it you're the one that told me to watch no, it. i saw the original spanish movie and then you told me to watch the, <laughs> the remake i guess i just told you to yeah, watch yeah i watched it because you told I me tell you the movies i don't want to watch <laughs> That, I don't remember anything about it besides I think you wore like a <laughs> Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah, there's something like that in it. And then I would tie that in with like, uh, what's that movie? Jacob's Ladder? Cats. That one. J- J- it's weird we never did that. Did we ever do a podcast about that? No, you mentioned it a that lot. And like... I only saw it like a year ago, like last year in, in uh, quarantine. I was like, it's fucking great. Well, you saw it in... Okay, first of all, saying last year in quarantine blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> but you only saw... Oh, we should have done a podcast about that. I feel like that's one... That's like the podcast movie mm-hmm. that like everyone... That's like the quintessential like, oh, have you seen this movie? It's like, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Jacob's Ladder. Everyone's seen Jacob's Ladder. I'm sure I made Evan watch it at some point. I have seen it. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember some stuff. We could do that one at some point. That's not really... Yeah, I guess it, it... There, I was also just thinking of, like, the difference between um, fucked up movies and what the fuck movies. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I'm just like... I think that was more of a what the fuck movie than a fucked up movie. What would, what, what, what would a what the fuck movie... Like, give me some definitions from Merriam-Webster. Um... Because I was thinking of, I was going to end it with like, and the ultimate thing, fucked up thing, is Twin Peaks. Chris, watch it, please. But I was like, no. That's not really, no one would say like, oh, Twin Peaks is so fucked up. Like, I don't think anyone's, it's not like going to make you feel like that. It's not like, uh, top ten fucked up things. And there's not really any gore or like, really, 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 well, there's some dark stuff, but it's not really like, you know, I feel like gore and, uh, sexual stuff is usually what will land you on those like fucked up lists mm-hmm. which is just more like although also i mean even wolf house was more was also more like what the fuck well podcast is transforming into something else already it's just a lot of fuck movies <laughs> yeah it's like that's yeah. the like the main genre and then the subgenres are what the fuck and fucked up movies yeah like what the fuck is not it's just like weird, but not necessarily disturbing. Yeah. But I get Bubble Fuzz was a little bit disturbing, so I think I'm gonna count that. That still counts. Yeah, like I think Mother would be what the fuck. Or like there's some sprinkles of of uh, just like fucked upness in there, but overall I think it's just like more what the fuck. Yeah. Like I was thinking of Cats, and I think that I don't know what I think that's a so, genre. There's. There's what the fuck so, fucked so up in cats. So what do you cats. think about you know fucked up movies and what the fuck movies? Do you still you will you will you actively seek them out? You know, is it good for your soul to get those downtrodden, downbeat, you know, movies in your life? I hear from Evan. He hasn't talked in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, 
So uh, one thing I've been thinking about uh, is like um, movies that are based off real real life events. This is that those are often like the most disturbing to me. And I just when you're kind of talking about like the what the fuck are fucked up. In my mind, it's kind of more in the more fucked up, but they're generally not as like outrageous. But it's just like the fact that it's like a real thing that happened usually. Wait, like, like a like an actual really like a real story, or just like you like a general generality that you know this stuff happens in life. A real story, generally. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, like this specific thing happened. Oh, okay. Um, so like chernobyl uh, that's, that's what i was saying too. chernobyl love that yeah, yeah, yeah chernobyl like holocaust stuff i i, there, I saw a movie like um polytechnic polytechnic oh yeah yeah that's a really uh, good by movie Dennis Villeneuve. right and like, like that's just like based off like a shooting mm-hmm. at a school in montreal um and like just like whenever you see something that's just like oh what the fuck that's a what the like, fuck movie mm-hmm. I think it's a more of a fuck. I mean, because you know what's going on, right? I get I ge- I, real quick. Really these aren't real genres. <laughs> also, like <laughs> we've yeah. cemented them. But I mean, like, and often it's like they're not like that gruesome. It's just like people dying. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, but like in terms of compared to other fictional stories, mm-hmm. maybe it seems pretty tame. But just like when it's put into the light of like this is a real thing that happened. Yeah. Um. I feel like that like really elevates the like how disturbing I feel, how disturbed I feel when watching it. Yeah, that used to feel like for horror movies and ghost movies. I think even still like that would freak me out more now than just a horror movie made for shits and giggles. Um, and but like I think the opposite is true for like real life stuff where I'm like, it. I don't know. It's just it's weirder to to just. It's not weirder, but it's it for me. I don't know. I think it like it. It's like I don't know. You know, it's you know, it's a a fact, or you know, it's part of history, and you're like, oh, that's fucked up. I didn't have to make a movie about it. <laughs> and, and then yeah, like I've I think stuff like about fictionalized life. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it takes like real life stuff and like kind of creates a narrative. But it it's almost like I feel like it requires a bit more effort on the part of the creator, but also like it requires more of the person watching it to like pull that empathy out of and put, you know, and attach it to these made up characters and to apply it to like real life. And I think that, yeah, like, sorry, just, that just, just, you finish your thing. You've got more important things to say than I do. Me or Evan. I I was done. I think I was done. <laughs> oh, yeah, just thinking about, like, you know, you'll hear whatever news stories about, like, oh, this girl was kidnapped and kept in a basement for blah, 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 and they did bad stuff. And then they'd be like, and then they made a movie about it. And I'm like, and I'm like I don't want to fucking watch yeah. that. Like, I don't need to see that. But then also, there's also that, like, what is that fucking movie with Brie Larson in the house with the, with the kid? The room. Oh, it's the room. room. The room. 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 Which is literally that, but it's not. I don't think it's based on anything specifically. It's just like a story of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what my end point is, but I know that relates to your point. Okay, I think yeah, the room was that. I believe that was fiction. Like I think it was based off a story, but again, like yeah, that was just a fictional thing. But then there's also movies that are like based on the real incidents, and I'm like, I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. 
is that that didn't happen right i'm gonna google that hold on room movie R- room movie real real story <laughs> question mark google room is a novel stories conceived the story after hearing about a case okay based on the story not real it didn't happen but at, Nothing but at the same anybody. but at the same time Whew. at the same time uh there's i don't know if you guys seen that movie uh uh what was it Oh, fucking we're back a dinosaur, a dinosaur story. Uh, Son, of Saul, a dinosaur Son of Saul. Which, like, I remember I was like, I saw the trailer, and then this this, this Jewish guy was like, oh, like, oh, I don't want to see that. Like, it's just like the same story, like a rehash of the same story. And, like, why would I want to see that? Like, I know. I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> I, went and, I went and saw it. But, like, I, I, I really liked it because I think it came, it was telling, like, a different story. And I think that's always important when they're like, this is the history of it, but here's like a perspective, like the sole perspective, this is one individual and it's like sort of fictionalized, but based on like real accounts of something. Whereas like, not that um, Schindler's List is a bad movie, but it's also just like, so like grand and sweeping. It's like, I'm going to say, I'm going to have the last word on this, you know, historical event, which is like fine to get like a, like a bird's eye view. But like, I think after a certain point, I, I want to hear like the, the fringe stories, you know, I want to hear something yeah. based on real accounts, but fictionalized, like imagining what that person was going through. And like, as fucked up as it is, I think that has merits in like just seeing their perspective, no matter how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. I've mean, I mean, seen I, just real quick. I've seen recommendations for movie like some movie called like Dear Zachary. Oh yeah, and apparently it's just like yeah, it's the saddest movie ever. It's like a documentary about a kid who's like was killed or something. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to watch that. Like I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I saw that. I cried. Was it so? You was it? Do I need that in my life, or can I just not? I mean, I think you can just not like. It was a tearjerker, but like, I don't know, like, you don't, you don't gotta, it's not like it's a must-see movie, but like, it, you, it makes you appreciate it. Like, it's kind of weird that someone was like documenting this and making a film about it in the end, but like, you, I don't know, it feels weird because it's like a real thing and you're thinking about this throughout the movie. Um, so I think that's what makes it so kind of like different than a lot of movies, but I don't know. I'm not like must see movie groundbreaking. Yeah, I just I think I see that in a lot of like fucked up movie lists, and the context is like it's not fucked. It's fucked up in a way that will make you cry. Uh, did Evan have something to say? I feel like I cut you off. Uh, not not really. But I do think it's interesting that like you'll watch uh like Antichrist and uh Sola. I'm very proud of the name. Um, uh, but. But like a bunch of these other movies that are kind of like based on true stories and something like that, you're like, oh, we'll not, we'll not watch, we'll not get close to that. I mean, I might, but also, um, to be fair, Salo, Antichrist will also show up on like best movie ever lists. Mm. Like they are kind of part of like film history, so I'm like, surely these have some artistic merit. Um, and they do, which is hard to get to that mm-hmm. like again Antichrist I would recommend if not for a couple scenes 
Did you enjoy the scene Salo personally? Is, did I enjoy the scene? Yeah, those those, those scenes personally. No, I was dreading it because she grabbed the scissors and I was like, "Don't!" <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. And the fox was uh, eating itself, and then I looked at Willem Dafoe, and it said, "Chaos reigns." <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> huh? "Huh?" That one sounds more interesting. Like I've been wanting to watch it, but I kind of put it off because some people are like, "That's like, that's like fucked up in a whole kind of way." Don't watch that. Yeah, like I would recommend that if you, with the caveat of like, there you're gonna see a, a thing or two that are very rough, but other than that, good movie. Whereas Salo, I'm like, I can't recommend that to anyone, mm-hmm. unless like you're a major, 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 like film buff who needs to see like everything. All, <laughs> not even everything. Just like I feel like it's definitely got like a place in like film history. That's true. It's on Criterion. Yeah, like that's the thing. When I first started, I was like, "Oh man, this won't be so bad." When I saw the Criterion collection, you should have bought the DVD thing pop up. <laughs> yeah, I should have bought the laser <laughs> Yeah, like I thought, like because so some people definitely think Salo has there's a lot there. I'm sure there's like a warehouse full of essays on it. But today, I'm definitely like I've seen all the movies it's inspired that have done like more interesting things and just torture people to be like, "Isn't that bad?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also gonna watch. Um, I was gonna watch Audition because I thought Chris was gonna watch that. Oh yeah, that like was... a gander. What? Not... <clears throat> that's like. Remember? Uh, did you see Ichi the Killer with me? No. Okay, well that's like a, you know there's like a whole like 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 pile of Japanese movies that are this is fucked up watching, and like those two are in it, and I remember seeing Audition with that in mind and. I think like you over, saw it? I saw it. And, like, overall, oh. like, I don't think it was... I don't remember it being fucked up just because of how, like, well-crafted it was. And there's this, like, crazy, like, dream sequence in there. I think it's a couple, actually, that are, like, amazing. So that's what I remember from it, mostly. Like, I think the... the, the oof. The, you know, the craft... The craftsmanship oh, of it okay. overshadowed, like, any fucked upness that I can remember. Oh, because, yeah, I was just looking at the Wikipedia page, and I was like, ah, I don't have the heart for this right now. I like. I hope, I hope I just wasn't impervious to it before. But no, I think it's just it's actually really good. Oh well, I mean, I guess it just depends on like how they show that stuff. Because it was, yeah, I was just reading the summary and it was like, oh, and then he cuts off his face and then he barfs in it. And I was like, oh, I don't watch that. Damn. But Chris says that's good. So, <laughs> so that's it. Thanks for listening. That was the podcast. Um, thank you everyone for uh, being there with us for being there through all this uh be good to each other you know that's what these movies if they've taught me anything it's like we should be good to each other and use the time we have left to you know show each other that how much we mean to each other and uh, i say that with all sincerity <laughs> my heart. don't fucking laugh that was the most sincere i've ever been in my whole life and you laughed hard well, thanks for watching thanks chris and everyone for being all. here with me yes you're welcome these dark times um goodbye y'all say at the end of these podcasts catch you on the flip side <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>